Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Alliance Global Corporate and Specialty Podcast. I'm Ken Reichman, Media Relations Coordinator in North America. On today's show, we're talking programs. Straight ahead of the TMPAA conference in October in Scottsdale, Arizona, and attending that conference, the head of program sales for AGCS, Jack Russell, or Russ, as he's better known throughout the industry. Russ is on the show today to discuss the future of the program's business as well as the evolution of the program space over the last few years. All of that straight ahead right here on the AGCS podcast. All right, so back here on the AGCS podcast here with Jack Russell, head of program sales. Jack, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you, Ken. Glad to be here today. So really quickly, just to uh, get a good baseline for everybody, Allianz defines a program as groups of similar clients in search of differentiated products and services. So tell me a little bit high level, what does that even mean? Well, a, a lot of groups are made up of smaller customers, you know, that pay 5000 or 10000 maybe 25000 in premium. And for that, they're going to get a fairly, you know, non-differentiated product and, and literally no services with it. They either choose through a buying group to aggregate and come to a broker and get a program started or a very insightful, innovative uh, program administrator or managing general underwriter, underwriter sees that need, that pocket, and they design it and then take it to the masses. So the smaller insured by aggregating gets things they are not normally entitled to. And, and many times that takes a form of innovative services, not just product enhancements. And, and it's not a small business. Uh, currently the program business market is estimated to be at north of $40 billion, which is about 15% of the commercial PNC business. Not even how did that happen, but what is driving that interest? Yeah, the recent Conning and Company study uh, released re- uh, in the past few weeks says it's $43 billion. It's been growing 8 to 10%. Growth is projected going forward to slightly cool. You know, there's going to be rate pressure and as more uh, entities enter in to be underwriters. And we can talk about that in a second because it's going to be some non-traditional sources. Um, but the, the fact that it's growing... When you, and it's growing at two or three times the rate of the uh, commercial insurance market, is, has caught a lot of eyes. There are carriers entering, there are reinsurers entering, there are even you know, capital markets or financing vehicles to serve as uh, underwriting entities. Um, and at the same time, which uh, maybe we'll have a chance to talk about a little bit later, there are carriers that are exiting the market. So there's cross currents that are pretty interesting um, in the program space right now. Let's talk a little bit about things that are putting the squeeze on a lot of different parts of the insurance industry, right? Think about insure tech or big data or artificial intelligence. How do those things shape the programs market? Well, it's, it's going to, again, talk about cross currents. It's going to create opportunities. It's also going to absorb some opportunities because the more data that becomes available on small customers may lend to them finding better and quicker ways to get their needs met. Uh, When we can see that niche, line of sight to to what their needs are, and big data provides that look, uh, it's not gonna be very long to many people stepping in to provide solutions, and big data, insuretech, AI, whatever we wanna say, uh, quite frankly, can take business from the market that was underserved in the past but through being able to have a better uh, grasp of what they want and what they need and how to service them and having the vehicle with, with, with which to do it, 
uh, could actually take opportunities away from the program market. But I see it as actually a big enabler or a force multiplier. With that data, program administrators, even carriers, are going to be able to find those underserved pockets quicker and more completely now and begin to design solutions. So, I mean, it's growing rapidly. A lot of people are coming into the business. And like you said just a few minutes ago, does everybody stick? No, not everyone sticks. I mean, we're seeing carriers now exit the market or rethinking the program space. Um, I think it's going to be, you know, it's a shoe that doesn't always fit. Or if you don't make the commitment to it, say, in a long enough period, and you know, your guess is as good as mine, is that five years or ten years? But you're going to have to be able to come in and see the advantages of uh, this niche and also get a few bumps and bruises. Um, the ones that are exiting now, their programs are coming into the market. Uh, for all of us to take a look at. And uh, so there's opportunity there that requires more than ever to, if you're gonna respond, because these customer groups are in pain, they need a new home, you're gonna have to be quick. There's a lot of other things you have to be, but if you're not quick, you'll never even get to show your, uh, uh, your wares uh, beyond that. So let's talk a little bit about that, being quick. I've heard you in the past talk about rapid distribution. What does that mean? What is rapid? Well, I, I define it as uh, from the moment a carrier sits down with a program administrator and talks about the idea of creating a group or a program, from that day to the day that the package of services and, and products, uh, enhancements is available for the program administrator to take and sell to insureds, you can measure that. And the industry uh, has always looked at that as something that's not a positive because it seems really long. I mean, the gestation period, if you go back uh, to the beginning uh, of when I came into the industry in 2001 or 2002, it could be nine months. And then it fell to six months, and it seemed to hang there forever. That just seemed like a nice round number for carriers to say it takes six months. Uh, here at Allianz, we sort of we look at what we want the speed to be, and then we reverse engineer to get there. Now, a number we're looking at now is somewhere around the 100-day mark, so three months, give or take a couple of weeks. Uh, is that the ultimate winning uh, formula? No, not in the future. We go back to talking our, about our old friends or, or new friends, I probably should say, uh, AI and big tech, big data and sure tech. They may take it down to a matter of minutes, not days. So. It's important to know that speed is, is essential now, and, and as we talked about, the, mar the programs that are being displaced and are looking for new homes currently, you can't give them an answer fast enough. Uh, otherwise, they may disintegrate or disband. So speed is always key, and it always has to be driven by the, the, uh, the customer, and you have to be able to move quickly. So really quickly, I mean, you talked a little bit about the past, 2001, 2002, when you first entered the business, you talked a little bit about the future, how big data and insure tech are going to make changes on this industry. Let's talk a little bit about right now, right, today. What sets one carrier apart from another? What sets Allianz apart from everybody else? Uh, I think the ability to innovate is a, an answer you hear there a lot. The ability uh, to... Uh, you know, be quick or speed, but as I say, that's that's going to be set by the market, and that's going to get 
quicker and quicker and quicker. I look at it as, as two things. No matter what our differentiator is, if we can't execute on it, it doesn't matter. And secondly, our differentiators should always be driven by the ideas and needs and the ultimate satisfaction of our customers. That's the customer journey that's pleasant for everybody to walk along together. And you're going to see some of those customers, correct, at the Target Markets Conference in Scottsdale, Arizona in mid-October, yeah? Yes, we are. We're going to be at Target Markets. And if I could, I'd like to just uh, step back and say uh, a few things about Target Markets. That's an organization that brought us all together in 2001. And there's a funny story. It wasn't funny then, but if you look at the history of the, the organization, it could all have been a one-shot deal because they had their first conference a few days after 9-11, and it had to be canceled because of the airspace being uh, shut down around the United States. But they kept, they forged ahead, and they kept going. And today they bring together, uh, you know, four to 500 program administrators, about 60 carriers, uh, dozens of service providers like TPAs, all in one place to uh, shape the industry and talk about the things in the future, but more importantly, to sit down one-to-one and do business. And I'm very thankful for Target Markets uh, doing that. I'm not sure where the industry would be today if we hadn't had an a, a, you know, entity that took on that task. All right. Jack Russell, Head of Program Sales at Allianz. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you, Ken. So once again, I want to give a very special thank you to the Head of Program Sales here at AGCS, Jack Russell, for joining us on this edition of the AGCS podcast. If you have a specific programs question or you just want to know more about the space, go ahead and reach out to Russ and you can contact him at jack.russell at agcs.allianz.com. If you have an even more specific programs inquiry, we want to hear from you. Go ahead and shoot an email over to naprograms at agcs.allianz.com. And if you have any feedback on this episode or just want to suggest a topic for a future episode of the podcast, go ahead and reach out to us at agcs.communication at allianz.com. Again, a very special thank you to Russ for hopping on today. And we all look forward to seeing you at TMPAA in Scottsdale, Arizona in just a few weeks. Thanks again for joining us here on the AGCS podcast, and we'll see you next time.